0: joe
1: Pags show to talk to joe call 888-941-PAGS and now it's joe Pags. hey great to have you thanks a lot for stopping by lots going on lots to get to another big interview today uh, at the bottom of this hour it'll be part two with dr robert malone i told you on friday that was part one Part two today, part three will be tomorrow. We also have Kay Smythe on, Cray News with Kay a little bit later on in the program as well. We want to get into Stacey Abrams, who is uh, just another leftist hypocrite. It's it's crazy. Like every day we see more lefties out there who are so pro-wearing masks and mask mandates showing up on photos not wearing masks. It's very, very odd to me. I want to get into that. I want to talk about the the hypocrisy of all of it. And then some, uh, and then again, bottom of the hour is going to be Dr. Robert Malone. We talk about Spotify, what's really going on there, why he's somehow thrust into this argument between the left and the right when it comes to vaccines and mandates and information. We'll get to that in just a bit on a Monday. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh-huh. That is Kerry Lockie. Carrie, how you doing? I'm doing okay. You are doing okay. I agree with you. Polo getting it done. Monica's in for Sam. Jamming to the tunes. My sister, if you're watching on the on the screen, really my sister is a mother and father. I'm her little brother. She's a little older than I am. What, Carrie?
0: That's
1: not right. What? What do you mean? No.
0: Not your baby sister. Whatever. Yeah. You're much older than her, I think. Gosh I, I'm why. a
1: little older. I'm a much year older than older. all of us. It's all not a big deal. Yeah. Oh, stop it.
0: That's true.
1: No, I've got at least, at least a decade on Monica, if not more. Mm. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. So we had the, the maskless pictures of... I'm going to go through and see if I can... Name them all because there was another one that showed up today you might not have even seen yet. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the newest one have you from Hawaii
0: mm, no
1: oh yeah there's a there's a new one okay so let's go down the list. We know that Garcetti Eric mm. Gil's kid uh, Eric Eric Garcetti in Los Angeles the mayor of Los Angeles is maskless in several pictures
0: because magic Johnson no hold mm. on mm. hold on. He didn't
1: need to wear a mask. I just want, here's what I want somebody to do with a microphone and a camera. Carrie, tell me if you'd like this. Okay. Walk up to this guy with a microphone and camera and say, okay, we want to take a picture. Let's see how long you can hold your breath. <laughs> That'd be and funny. I want them to test him. I would like that. I want them to yeah. see.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I've never had somebody take a cell phone picture and say, ah, that one's blurry. Ah, that one, the flash didn't go off. Ah, let me turn it sideways. It never takes one second.
0: This is true. And you know, like when we take pictures together, um, yeah, you have to take several. Takes a long
1: time. So we do it so rarely. <laughs> I still love your favorite picture of us where you just can't see my head at all. It's just your <laughs> face. That is it's great. Very rude. Yeah, that's my favorite. Um, all right. So uh, Garcetti's taking pictures with Magic Johnson, London Breeze, London Breeze, who's the the uh, the mayor of San Francisco, she's taking pictures with all sorts of people. You got uh, the idiot uh, um, uh, Gavin Newsom taking pictures with people. Nobody's wearing any masks. There are no masks to be seen anywhere as these people insist we all wear masks. In fact, at the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium, they're going to have the mask police. There will be the mask police hmm. at SoFi. I mean, I'm not even kidding. That's going to happen. Wow. So you got all that going on. And then all of a sudden, there's Stacey Abrams who ran for governor of the great state of Georgia, lost to Brian Kemp. It was a close race. She had all the power there. Obama was pulling for her. You had Oprah pulling for her. Everybody was out there gathering millions of people. They did all they could to get that race. She still to this day has not conceded that she lost. She's at some elementary school, and she's, um, she's reading to the kids for Black History Month. And then this picture surfaces, and Carrie, I think you've got more information on the mm-hmm. picture because... We're starting to find out even more about this. I guess they tried to scrub it, but they couldn't get rid of it. What do you have?
0: From the blaze, Democratic darling Stacey Abrams shared a photo of herself unmasked in a classroom full of young children who were forced to wear face masks. However, the photo was removed from social media after Abrams was skewered for the awful optics and accused of engaging in hypocritical behavior of flouting a mask mandate. On Friday, Abrams visited the Glenwood Elementary School outside Atlanta, Georgia. Dr. Holly Brookins, the principal of Glenwood Elementary School, shared three photos of an unmasked Abrams on her Twitter account, which is no longer active. The Georgia Democratic gubernatorial candidate retweeted the principal's tweet featuring photos of her at the school One photo shows a smiling Abrams without a mask in a classroom where every young child and school faculty member are wearing face masks. In another picture, an unmasked Abrams appears to hug a school faculty member who is wearing a mask. Abrams is seen without a mask delivering a speech to the students in another photo. Uh, However, by Sunday, the photos were deleted. The school is located in Decatur City, which recently extended its face mask mandate until February 22nd. The photos of the grinning Democratic politician in a room full of masked children enraged many.
1: Okay, first of all, I just showed a picture of it while you were reading that. And for some reason, the person who posted that picture has blurred out the eyes of all the children.
0: Why? What? They're
1: all wearing masks. You can't tell who these kids are. They blurt out the eyes as if that was going to make them more anonymous. They're all wearing masks. Stacey Abrams is not wearing a mask. By the way, uh, the latest story that I that I just read before we started the, the show tonight says Stacey Abrams tried or actually made them all put masks on, insisted all the kids put masks on as she's sitting there without a mask on. And when there was a response by all of us, to this hypocrisy, her campaign puts this out. She was there reading for Black History Month. Leave it to the left to attack her in such a sacred month. It's such a sacred dude. I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you talking? About? She's an idiot. She's sitting there without a mask on, with all these kids wearing masks. None of those kids are at a high risk, unless there's some special comorbidity I don't know about. The mortality rate or the survivability rate from COVID-19 for children that age. Carrie, you know what it is? What? 99.998%. Wow, there you go. It's everything but 100. It's almost 100. You know what the mortality rate is for somebody who's of Stacey Abrams' age and obvious you know, uh, health condition? What
0: would that be? A lot
1: higher. Yeah. A lot higher. So the one person in that picture who really needs to be very careful about COVID is the, I would say, obesely overweight woman who's sitting there smiling with no mask on. Now, if you want to get mad at me for saying obese and overweight, don't, because if you did her BMI, listen, I'm 6'1", 251. You're looking at me, many of you watching me on the camera right now. I'm not obese. The BMI says I'm obese. So if I'm obese, you bet your bottom dollar, Stacy Abrams is probably going to have a higher, a higher BMI number than I have. And that means that she'll be obese as well. Is she morbidly obese? I have no idea. But I wish that she would lose some weight because she's putting her health at risk. But there's one person in that picture who if anybody's going to take any extra steps to be healthy, it's Stacy Abrams. But instead of admitting to it and saying, yeah, you know, I probably shouldn't have done that. Instead of admitting to it, what she says, what she says is, take that picture down. And then all of this... Attempt to guilt everybody who called her out. I am calling you out, Stacey Abrams. I'm calling you out right now. What you did was wrong. What you did is put it. What you did is putting the health, the physical health of those children at risk. The mental health of those children is at risk. The psychological health of those children is at risk. The emotional health of those children is at risk. And there you sit, looking like you probably should talk to a a doctor about getting healthier, without without a mask on, having forced all of them. To put those masks on. What the hell is wrong with you? But Carrie, he's, she, she's not the only one. And You've got not. Garcetti that we talked about. You've got Gavin Newsom that we talked about. You've got Magic Johnson that we talked about. And I don't know if Magic is pro-mask or not. I've heard, I haven't heard him speak on it. But you got London Breeze who's pro-mask who's not wearing a mask again. She didn't wear one at her birthday party either. And now, of course, there's Barack Obama. Oh, yes. Former President Barack Obama is building some beautiful estate on the seaside Mm. in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And as he's building it, he showed up to the construction site. Everybody around him, Secret Service, construction, everybody's wearing masks. There's Obama standing there, no mask. And I'm thinking to myself, Self, what are we doing here? What exactly are we doing? And we're supposed to just shut up and act like we don't see it. We're supposed to shut up and act like we don't notice it. You know, if they're Garcetti, who I think is Italian, you could could say something about him. If it's Gavin Newsom, who's just a white guy, I don't know, you could probably say something about him. You're going to talk about Magic Johnson and London Breeze and Barack Obama and Stacey Abrams? Now you're a racist! Because it's racist to expect those who want all of us to wear masks to also wear masks. It's almost like Gavin Newsom saying... Only outdoor dining is allowed as he's eating indoor, but we opened the door. When he was asked about it, he said, we opened the door. The hypocrisy stinks to high heaven. It makes me sick. And not only should we not have removed that picture of Stacey Abrams, everybody should be, be putting it out there. Every American who's against mask mandates that are harming all of us should be putting that picture out there, along with Obama's picture, along with Garcetti's picture, along with Gavin Newsom's picture, and London Breeze, and everybody else. Anybody and everybody who has ever said you must wear a mask, Kathy Hochul in in, uh, in New York, the governor there, inside of Broadway, not wearing a mask. Enough AOC. is enough. Oh. AOC in Florida just partying it up, man. You know, who pretty consistently wears a mask.
0: Yeah.
1: Nancy Pelosi, you know why? Because yeah. she's got like these three hundred dollars masks that match her outfit.
0: Oh, she does. She likes to color coordinate
1: those. <laughs> the whole the whole thing just boggles my mind stop being a pawn stop being a minion stop allowing people to tell you what to do as they don't do it or stop stop having people tell you it's okay for some people to say the n-word and nobody else can Uh, stop it stop it now stop the double standard right now period end of story your thoughts about this 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 whole hypocrisy about masks even about the N-word. Joe Rogan said the N-word 40 times. They took down all the podcasts. Well well, guess what? Others have said the N-word over and over and over again. Nobody ever says a word. It's fine. It's fine if you say the N-word, but this guy saying it is completely out of line. It's a it's a double standard like crazy. Listen, listen. What's right should be right. What's wrong should be wrong. There shouldn't be an in in the middle. There shouldn't be an alternative universe for those who are woke or in the power, you know, levels or structures. There should not be people who think they're the bosses of us, who want, want to be monarchs. There should not be a separation of right versus wrong. Right should always be right, and wrong should always be wrong. There should not be an in-between. Where is there an in-between? I don't get it. it doesn't make sense. You know, you've got people kicked off of, of, name your social media site, because they dared bring somebody on, like Malone that we'll have on at the bottom of the hour, who's telling the truth. When it comes to the science of COVID-19. And there's Stacey Abrams. Forcing all those kids to wear masks. As she doesn't. It's. it's nutsoville. Carrie is that a place. Nutsoville.
0: Oh yeah. I have been there. I have been there.
1: Some would say you're there right now. No. To be honest with you. No, no. <laughs> not, not, not today.
0: Not, no not today.
1: Okay very good. Uh, 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Coming right back. Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get. Lots to get to calls coming in. 941 PAGs. 888-941-7247. jopags.com Do me a favor, stop by the website, JoePags.com, and uh, and go check out all the social media. You can also sign up for um for the newsletter. Just click on newsletter. That'll sign you right up. It's right there at the top. You could watch, you could listen, you can click on the newsletter um also when we're live you'll see broadcast live and you can just click on watch now or listen now if you'd rather listen there you go it'll bring you to the live uh, to the live version of the show if you get sports or something in your market you can go still hear the show if you want to watch it you can see all of us just click on watch now and uh that's how it happens uh, our featured story today um aoc trashes capitalism says the rich control what we eat she's nuts she lives in nutsoville Go check that out. Also, uh, a ridiculous ESPN pundit somehow compares China's abuses against the the Uyghurs to Republican assaults on voting rights. Okay, that's how dumb it is. Go and check those stories out and much, much more. Plus, if you scroll down to the bottom, you can follow me on all of these social media sites. Go make that happen right now. We do appreciate you hanging out and making that happen. Um, The talk is is doing pretty well. Uh, Carrie, the kids call it the talk.
0: No, it's TikTok. And I asked my 17-year-old. It's TikTok, not the talk.
1: You know, I love him like a brother. I really do. I just think Don't. he's great. He's a great kid. Don't. I just want to say this. He's just not very hip. I'm just going <laughs> to.
0: He's more hip than you are. It's <laughs> not are the talk. It Come is on, it's the talk. The talk. That is lame. The TikTok no.
1: is interesting. I, I'm on the TikTok. Uh, just it's TikTok. not the
0: TikTok. It's TikTok.
1: It's, I'm on the talk. Go go there, just TikTok.com slash at Joe Pags. You've got to put the at sign in there. TikTok.com. That's TikTok, he said.com. At Joe Pags and uh, I, I did some videos yesterday just to test it out and see what was going to be what. I did one about Howard Stern because Howard Stern is this turncoat. Suddenly the First Amendment doesn't matter. Suddenly we all should get vaccinated and shots. He's completely changed his tune from the time he did Private Parts, uh, the movie and the book. This um this video did nothing, <laughs> and then I did another video about Chris Christie who's turning on Donald Trump. That did start came out of the gates hot, bam. You know what I mean? Going mm-hmm. nuts. Stopped cold at 10,000 views, right? Okay. And then the Howard Stern one went crazy. Howard Stern's at 112,000 now. Wow. I have no idea how this thing works. What is going
0: talk. on? Yeah. I don't...
1: I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. So now that's 112,900. Christie then got, caught fire again. That's almost 50,000 views. And I've got several today. Uh, one is a big accomplishment for Biden. He restarted the Cold War. Uh, another one is about, uh, about those not wearing masks like Obama. And I do show that. And like uh, Stacey Abrams, I show that as well. And the last one is I'm pretty much picking a fight with James Carville. I'm like, let's let's punch it out. Let's go.
0: Mm, yeah, I saw that story.
1: I mean, he said he would like to. Well, we'll get we'll do the story. We'll do the actual story coming up because there's something wrong with James Carville. Um, and I, I I went on TikTok. I'm not kidding. Go to TikTok.com/slash at Joe Pags and you'll see. I'm actually I'm, I'm threat I'm I'm daring him to punch me. I'm like let's go. <laughs> bring it. Okay. I am. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. If you want to see that picture of Obama without a mask on at his construction site in Hawaii, go right now to my website, JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. I will show you that picture in just a moment. Go there right now to do that. Dave Washington, what's going on? Hi.
0: Joe Pags. Hey, you were talking about the hypocrisy. I got a few more examples for you. You were hitting on Stacy Abrams, Obama, trying to remember them all. How about Feinstein in the airport, not wearing her mask? How about good old, good old Pelosi closing all the businesses, but not if you want to get a, your hairstyle done, go ahead and go in there with no mask and get your hair done. Newsom was all over the place with no mask. You got a Berkeley Teachers Union president that while he was advocating for his teachers union schools to all be shut down and not go back to work, he had his kids go into a private school that was still open. I mean, you want to talk hypocrisy? Hypocrisy is everywhere. Affirmative action. People want to talk about quota-based affirmative action instead of performance-based, but then they don't want to talk about quotas when it's in other spots. like you know, seventy percent of the NFL are black players. If you want affirmative action, shouldn't we get rid of about eighty percent of those players and replace them with Native Americans? Yeah, Asian, absolutely. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I don't know how we got an affirmative action though, Dave. I appreciate you talking about masks and the hypocrisy of those who um who want us all to wear masks. And uh, I'm not sure how we got to affirmative action, but we, of course, agree. I brought up the NFL last week. I brought up the NBA last week. If you don't want to be a meritocracy, then I should be able to get a job uh, in the NFL or the NBA because I'm a minority in the NFL and the NBA. Of course, I think that's stupid, and I think that um, the best player should get the job. Just like this Brian Flores guy in the NFL is complaining he didn't get the job. And crazy me, I just think the best the best coach should get the job. And perhaps he's not the best coach for that job. At least that's what the owner thinks. All right, I'm going to show that picture of Obama now. And, and Carrie, if you haven't seen it, uh, maybe check out the I've stream for it. once in yeah. your life. Um, no, but, um, yeah, we're gonna. Uh, I'm going to show it. There's Obama standing there. And he doesn't have to wear a mask. The guy behind him, you can see that he's wearing a mask. The guy in front of him, he's wearing a mask. The guy he's talking to is wearing a mask. And he's just not wearing one. And you know that his mindset is, screw it, I'm not wearing one. Now listen, there isn't one around his neck, there a one hanging off his ear, uh, there isn't one that he's holding in his hand. I'm looking at both of his hands, his pockets don't appear to have a mask sticking out. I don't think the guy has one. And And this is just, this is the same thing as at his birthday party, where nobody had to wear a mask. They're all dancing and partying and going nuts, and nobody's wearing a mask, and that's just okay. That's perfectly fine. Have a nice day. And, and if you ask me about it, you're a racist or you're a misogynist or you're a transphobe, or you're something. You're just a bad person, and that just doesn't fly. At some point, we have to put our feet down and say, listen, I get it. You won an election. I get it. You're the boss of this, that, or the other. You are not going to be able to tell me to do something you're not willing to do yourself. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. When we come back, part two with uh, Dr. Robert Malone. You're not going to want to miss this. Stay here. Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by now. Part two of my special interview with Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology, also the guy who is involved in why Joe Rogan has been uh, attacked by these hippies from the 60s and 70s over on Spotify. Now part two. It's Dr. Robert Malone. He is the inventor of mRNA technology and he's out there telling the truth. Let's get to the Joe, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. You go on there. And, uh, and it was it was amazing. Three hours of incredible information. The information was above reproach. None of it was was Rogan's opinion. It was your scientific fact and knowledge that was being used. And then we also had Peter McCullough who was on there. And because of the two of you appearing, uh, it, it seems as though Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young all have now decided to take their music off of Spotify as if that would be leveraged to get Joe Rogan off. Um, you've got uh, Bruce Springsteen threatening to take his music off, some other people as well. And their claim is that Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation. The misinformation that is cited is Dr. Robert Malone and Dr. Peter McCullough. So you guys aren't spewing misinformation. It's above reproach. There is no peer review to say here's why Malone and McCullough are wrong. It's just a bunch of hippies from 1968 who haven't had a hit in 40 or 50 years complaining because somebody somewhere told them it would be smart for you to complain. How, what do you, Doc, what do you think the mechanism is that gets to Zuckerberg to <clears throat> say take, take down Malone? What's the mechanism that gets to Crosby, Stills, Nash and & Young and says, hey, make us stink, Peter Frampton, make us stink because of Malone? Because they don't think of this themselves. They didn't, they didn't one day wake up and say, man, Malone's full of crap. I better leave Spotify. What do you think the mechanism is that, that continues this mass formation that we're all living in?
2: Right. Uh, so that's the big, that you're asking the big how question. Right. And there's also the big why question. Okay. Uh, it, someone, uh, a colleague of mine did an analysis of the wording used by Joni Mitchell in her complaint and showed that it had a number of key words and phrases that were also used in statements made by Peter Daszak. I mentioned that. Um, and so this raises the specter that there is a hidden hand behind these, because if you analyze the language used, it's, it's not, it's not standard language that you would expect a, you know, Joni Mitchell, I I love her music. I'm heartbroken that uh, she hates me. Uh, um, I'm surprised she even knew who I was. Uh, um, uh, But um, sp- particularly love her jazz period. Right. Uh, and, but she's gotten really old and, and a little infirm, uh, gently put. And uh, so use of these sophisticated, nuanced language sounds like somebody else wrote the uh, statements. My take on all of this is that we're getting distracted uh, by the theatrics here, right. by the kabuki. Um, and I think... Uh, it is useful to apply the standard approach of follow the money. What one observes is that uh, Spotify, like CNN, has had a declining market cap, not as steep as CNN. And uh, and it was declining, and then this pressure was applied. Uh, Joe Rogan, the term has been used, bent the knee. I think that's a reasonable way to put it. Right. Or as I like to say, if I had a hundred million dollar contract with a company and uh, the company was threatening to pull the plug on that contract and I asked my wife for advice, she would probably say, I will divorce you if you lose that hundred million dollar (laughs) contract. Well, she might not say that because who she is, Right. but, uh, um, you get the point. I do. Uh, there's a lot of money on the table and a hundred million bucks is, is a lot of money even I think for Bill Gates. Um, so, so no surprise that Joe found an accommodation, uh, and found it, uh, acceptable that Spotify would now put the same, uh, uh, trailer and statement, um, directing viewers to, uh, the approved narrative page, uh, for Spotify, just the same as they do for Twitter and Facebook, et cetera. Right. Um, and what you saw after that accommodation was that the market cap of, of, uh, Spotify went up a few billion dollars um far more than the 100 million that right. Joe takes home. Uh so it was good it was good business for Spotify, it was good business for Joe. Unfortunately, since then, uh Spotify has continued to decline in market cap at least when I checked it yesterday. Um and so I, I really think that you need to look at all of this in the context of the big money, which is the kind of Vanguard uh BlackRock um Uh, state street access that, uh, controls this whole media and tech, uh, and pharma sphere. Uh, and, um, and you need to look at it through the lens of what are their business interests. If you want to, I think it's very helpful to look at it that way and not get wrapped up in the narrative of he said, she said, you know, Joni Mitchell said, CSN did this. Uh, that's, that's all kabuki. As you point out by noting the language, um, you, you got to look at a higher level about whose oxes are being gored and how they're responding. And it's important is, was rapidly uncovered. Um, Neil Young, who kind of kicked this off and remember, these are all ex Laurel Canyon buddies. Um, uh, I, I don't know personally, I was a young child at the time, but, uh, the various media and cultural references seem to indicate they've all slept with each other at
1: one point in time. <laughs> um so they're, probably they're so who, who, who could can deny yeah. that, right? Who knows, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Um so uh you know the Laurel Canyon history is a fascinating one. Uh you know in on uh, in the song Our House, etc. Um so uh so these are buddies that go back to the 60s in a deep way and somehow they've been triggered. Uh, they're of uh, California culture, as am I. Uh, I was, I'm a native of California, born in Palo Alto, grew up in Santa Barbara, but I, I guess uh, having uh, lived out here on the East Coast and in the South uh, for many years and in Europe, I'm, I'm, the California culture that I grew up with in the 70s no longer exists.
1: It, it, and, it's it's uh, listen. It's all very interesting to to try to figure out their mindset. But I'm more apt to believe something that I think you nuanced a bit in there, which was that Neil Young and, and David Crosby and and Joni Mitchell probably had nothing to do with this. They probably didn't write any of it. I'm sure they aren't outraged by you because I don't think that they're the I don't think that they're the, they're the fan base for Joe Rogan. I don't think they're watching Joe Rogan. Do you? So so I mean somebody got to them and somebody. This is said, all kabuki. Hey, exactly and, right. So so let's wipe the kabuki. Neil, out of the way. Well,
2: the the thing with Neil Young is it was quickly disclosed that he has a financial conflict of interest, right? Because half of his song catalog is basically owned by BlackRock or uh, affiliate of BlackRock, right? Um, and uh, of course, that financial COI wasn't disclosed. Again, I come back to uh, stop. You know, press. I'm I'm grateful, and Sean Hannity was very kind to me last night, um, and I'm I'm. You know, it's it's nice to be uh, treated uh, nicely (laughs) from time to time uh, as opposed to just uh, kick to the curb incessantly. But um, uh, the this is not about me. Once again, I keep saying it. This is not about me. I don't take it personally. This is uh, about uh, bigger forces. They're major financial forces. It has to do with market cap. And I point you to the recent work of my good friend, Ed Dowd, who is a former BlackRock uh, analyst uh, and, um, and now a truth teller uh, who has been focusing on the insurance industry actuarials uh, and um, revealing uh, this huge spike in excess morbidity that seems to correspond with the onset of the push of vaccines
1: rwmalonemd.com dot is the website. rwmalonemd.com dot is the website. Uh, uh, GlobalCOVIDSummit.org dot is another good one. It's uh, Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology. Let, let's let's get in, in, uh, let's get past the Kabuki theater. People watching and listening want some truth. You're the guy that came up with the technology doc. Is it your opinion right now that anybody who's watching or listening should go wait in line and get a shot from either Pfizer or from Moderna that is MRNA technology that we now know, um, there are documented from the department of defense, from the actual government, not just VAERS from other outlets as well. They are causing injury, if not death to some people. Should anybody get these, these shots right now?
2: In my opinion, and this is, you know, this isn't new, uh, one of the things I'm complimented for is being consistent. So I'm grateful for that. Peter Navarro and I have put out a series of op-eds in the Washington times that were uh, profoundly disregarded, except by Facebook who attacked us. Right. Um, uh, But uh, in which we basically endorse the great Barrington declaration position that the vaccines should be reserved for individuals at high risk of death and, and serious disease, So those are basically over 65 or 68, often individuals that are morbidly obese, have diabetes, and some of the other key risk factors. And we've said that uh, people should have tools available to them to allow them to make their own assessment about risk uh, from the disease. And they should be given full and complete information about the risks of the vaccine, there should be no mandates for these experimental products now technically they're licensed but not yet available right um and uh even if they if they are the licensed product they should still have full disclosure of the risks of these products and and i believe fully in the statement if there's risk there must be choice patients must be provided the information and allowed to make an informed choice, I'm not of the opinion that nobody should take this. I'm of the
1: opinion that no one should be forced to take these. And that's an exact opinion that that I've had since day one. My doctor says I'm healthy, I'm 55, I work out, I've got no comorbidities. He says, you don't need it, why would you go anywhere near it? It, it, it can actually cause risk factors that you don't have right now. Why would you do that? And, and it should, shouldn't it be the doctor who tells me, Dr. Malone? It, it shouldn't be the government, should it?
2: Uh, well put. Unfortunately, there have been a variety of incentives placed in as, and I've learned more. I hadn't been aware about the financial incentives uh, applied to phys- to pediatricians to get uh, children to complete the vaccine schedule advocated by the CDC. So, the government, in its infinite wisdom, has decided to provide financial incentives for uh, physicians, and apparently so have the pharmaceutical companies, uh, to advocate for their patients taking these products. And uh, there's uh, some statement, I don't remember completely, about it's hard to get a man uh, to believe in something that's against his uh, financial interests. So uh, we do have a situation in which the evidence seems to indicate that a large fraction of our physicians, including our Particularly, our hospitalists have uh, been compromised in terms of their objectivity right. uh, by various financial uh, and pharmaceutical interests. Uh, and I think that the uh, um, the second opinion uh, hearing that was held uh, the other day um, in in the Senate uh, really brought to fore the point that we have got a much bigger problem—that our entire HHS and medical care delivery infrastructure has been compromised by the interests of the pharmaceutical industry—and um, in the event that there's a turnover in the House and Senate, and certainly a turnover at the presidential level, um, we have got a, a huge uh, rebuilding problem, both in terms of confidence in the American public and in terms of uh, delivering quality, objective quality care right. that isn't biased
1: by the financial interests of the pharmaceutical industry. Well, that's it for part two of my special interview with Dr. Robert Malone. We're back after this.
0: Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with The Joe Pag Show.
1: low Monday, the Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by, man. There's a bunch going on. We appreciate Dr. Malone coming on. Part three tomorrow. Part three tomorrow. Make sure you, you check that out. Uh, we wrap it up quite nicely. Now, some are saying I, I I couldn't hear the first part or I can't believe I only got part of the second part. I'm going to put the whole darn thing up on Rumble, okay? After it airs tomorrow night, we'll put all 37 minutes up on Rumble. You can listen to it, watch it directly, do whatever you want with it, and, uh, and go and check that out, okay? Also tomorrow, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Going to talk about all the social media stuff that's going. A lot of people in, in social media right now, very interesting. And also Phil Robertson from uh, Duck Dynasty will be back tomorrow. Carrie, it's always fun to have Phil Robertson on. Oh, I bet.
0: Yeah, I used to love that show. A
1: lot of fun. I, I did. I, I've only watched a few of them, but uh, the ones that I've watched, it seems very cool. But having him on the show before, very direct guy, mm-hmm. doesn't mince any words. I like having him on a lot. We'll have him tomorrow as well as part three with Doctor Malone. So make sure you all stick around for that. Uh, it's going to be a good show, as usual. Super Beats, awesome product. Been using Super Beats as a supplement for a long time. You should be using it as well. Helps with your circulation, your blood flow. Nitric oxide, that's a miracle molecule that helps us with those things, circulation and blood flow. And uh, we don't build it as much as we used to. We don't produce it as, as much as we used to when we were younger. So you need some help. Super Beats soft chews or heart chews certainly help you do that. Non-GMO beets, along with grapeseed extract, they taste delicious. Only two of these a day as part of your morning routine going to help you out big time when it comes to being healthier. Okay, again, heart healthy energy is so important. If you're fatigued all the time, if you just don't have to get up and go, you might want to try this out. Again, when I tried it out, I was very surprised happily that it gave you that boost of energy that you're going to want to get as well. Do me a favor, go right now to JoeLovesBeats.com. You can get up to 45% off, plus free shipping, JoeLovesBeats.com. It's their best offer available anywhere. JoeLovesBeats.com, up to 45% off right now at JoeLovesBeats.com on Super Beats Heart Shoes, and make sure you tell them I sent you. All right, so Carrie, here's this thing here. Joe Rogan, I mean, it's almost looking imminent now that something will happen with him in Spotify. I, I'm not saying it's going so? to, but it feels imminent to me. Because now they find him doing the N-word. Oh, that's yeah. it. That's it. That's the death, the, it's the death knell. And then he said Planet of the Apes at one point. Then he said Africa at one point. So it's starting to feel imminent to me, although what Spotify is doing is just taking down the different uh, episodes that they're disagreeing with, I guess. And I guess Rogan is actually agreeing to take down these episodes. Mm-hmm. And he apologized. Let me say this. Those of you who are being attacked by cancel culture, the worst thing you can do is apologize. That puts you in a weak position. If you did this on a podcast or on a show, if I did it on a show, if I truly think what I did was was wrong, I'll apologize immediately when I say it, I won't wait till somebody, you know, comes after me to say it. But rumble, the website where i where I go now, put all my videos on now. rumble, go to rumble dot com look for Joe Pags. Put out this letter today to Joe Rogan. Have you heard this? I did. Yeah. Dear Joe, we stand with you, your guests, and your and your legion of fans in desire for a real conversation. So we'd like to offer you 100 million reasons to make the world a better place. How about you bring all your shows to Rumble, both old and new, with no censorship, for 100 million bucks over four years. This is our chance to save the world, and yes, this is totally legit. Sincerely, Chris uh, Pavlovsky, who I've had on this program, the CEO of Rumble. Well, that's a strong move, isn't it?
0: Uh, extremely yeah that's the same Strong, amount move from spotify right 100 million
1: yes okay um and spot but spotify got his previous shows as part of that deal if spotify wants to drop him and i'm not saying that they've said that although it's already getting hinky with dropping different shows here and there and whatever else he's got a standing offer from rumble but of course the first thing i thought was i've got to renegotiate my deal with rumble what <laughs>
0: Oh, you're wanting 100 million over four no, years? No, but
1: you're throwing 100 million bucks around I me. Mean, oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Hey, I I'll want ta- a piece I'll of that, listen. too. Please. I'll take 1%. I'm not
1: asking a lot here.
0: Okay, I'll take half of that, then. Yeah. Begin.
1: Oh, you get half of the 1%? Yeah. That sounds
0: good. You get $500,000 right.
1: for, for causing me grief every day? That's what you get?
0: <laughs> yes. I love it.
1: Okay, Let's hold do on. It. Yeah, Let's do let it. Let me write the check. Uh, I I think Joe Rogan should seriously consider that. I wonder what your thoughts are as well. 888 941 PAGS, joepags.com. Stay here.